Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. If you enjoy this podcast at any point in time, you can follow me or subscribe, depending which where what platform you are listening to this podcast on. In this episode, I will go over the rules of Magic the Gathering and Commander. In front of me, I have two papers. These two papers are handwritten by yours truly, Zach, me. So yeah, I will read these to you and then go over the things that I did not cover because I did not sadly have enough time. So yeah, Magic the Gathering is a fun 1v1 card game made by Wizards of the Coast. If you have ever looked at a game of Magic the Gathering and thought to yourself, man, that looks complicated. And then you thought to yourself, maybe I want to figure out what it is. Because that looks kind of fun. And figure how to play it. Because then I can play with my friends. And then you stumbled upon this podcast. And here you are. Well, you came to the right podcast. Because in this episode, I will be discussing the rules of Magic the Gathering and Commander. A format inside of Magic the Gathering. Commander is the main format I will be discussing on this on this podcast not this specific episode this specific episode will just be dedicated to how to play Magic the Gathering but if you look in the show notes you will see links to all my other channels and one of my channels is a channel directly that um, only has is only a Magic the Gathering Commander podcast so I definitely recommend clicking on that if you want to or you feel the need to. I highly recommend it because I have some pretty cool stuff on the, there, including Commander Battles. So yeah, please look on there because I do want you guys to look at all that stuff. But if you don't want to do that, the least you can do to support me is to follow me. It's because that would be very, very helpful. But yeah. Back to rules. I will first start with the basic rules of Magic the Gathering. There are five main phases or turns that you will take in one turn rotation. The first one be the first one being the begin phase. There are two parts parts to this turn. First one is untap, which means you turn your cards upright. You will not do this on your first turn because you have no cards on the battlefield. The battlefield is the space in front of you where you put your creatures and other cards like permanents, which I will discuss later on. The second one is draw a card. You have to do this whether you like it or you don't because you have to do it in order to play the game correctly. However, if you are the first one going and it is the beginning of the game, you will not draw a card because you have the advantage of going first. The next phase is called the main phase. You will play a land, only one per turn. There are five types of lands you can play. The first one is island, which are blue. The second ones are mountains, which are red. Then we have plains, which are white. Then we have forests, which are green. And finally, we have swamps, which are black. Your next step is to cast creatures, which are guys who can attack the opposing opponents or opponents 
Attacking is the typical way to win a game of Magic the Gathering, unless there is some other card that does so. Or if you want to call a draw or a tie because you are getting tired of the game. But the combat phase is the typical way that you win a game of Magic the Gathering because damage will reduce your opponent's life total to zero and that is how you win the game of Magic the Gathering. You do not have to do the combat step if you don't want to. If you do, then please listen. You will probably do attacking at some point even if you don't want to do it. Combat is when you will declare attackers. All attackers you will tap or turn sideways. Attackers can only be cards that can be turned sideways. If there are any cards already turned sideways for some other reason, you cannot turn them sideways then to attack your opponents. If you if your opponent declares blockers, they do not have to. If they do not declare blockers, then they will take the damage straight to the face and lose how much damage, uh, however much damage you're attacking with. Then you, as the if if your opponent does declare blockers, then you, as the attacker, will declare which order your attack or or attackers attack the blockers. If there are multiple blockers on one attacker, then damage is dealt, and any damage that is left over or any unblocked creatures hit your opponent straight in the face. The next phase is the main phase. Again, you can play lands if you have not already, and you can cast spells, any other creatures, and or spells if you feel the need to or want to. The final phase is the end phase. This phase, your creatures heal, and then you have to pass the turn. Now that I have gone over my version of the rules that I have written a few years ago when I was trying to explain to my brothers and friends how to play the game of Magic the Gathering, I will tell you everything else you need to know. Alright then. So, one important thing about the game that you should know is Magic the gathering attacking which is important things so if you are looking at a magic the gathering card whether you have it you pull it up online or some other reason you at the bottom right hand corner you will see two numbers they are in a box the card that I'm looking at is a red card named chaos Chandler from the newly released at the point of this recording Dungeons and Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. He, this guy is a 4-3. The 4 is the number on the left. The 3 is the number on the right. The 4, the number on the left, is its power. And then the number on the right, 3, is its toughness. So that means if Chaos Chandler was dealt 3 or more damage, it would die and go to your graveyard. And Chaos Chandler, when it attacks, can deal 4 damage to whatever it's attacking to. Another card that basically does the exact same thing is called Swarming Goblins. It is also a 4-3, which means it will deal 4 damage 
and it will take four damage until it dies. Finally, I will tell you how to cast a card. For Chaos Channeler, you, it's two and one red and then one red or two mountains. The two, I am looking in the upper right hand corner by the way. In the upper right hand corner it says two red and then red or mountain and then mountain. The two means you can play two of any basic land or any lands that you have that can be tapped. Almost all lands can. And then you have to pay two. You have to pay two red or two mountains to play this card. When you play this card, it goes onto the battlefield with something we call summoning sickness. Summoning sickness means this guy cannot attack, although he can block. I need you guys to know that because that is something extremely important and sometimes not everyone listens to that the way I signal signify that my guys are in something sickness is I either turn them slightly sideways so that like the right corner the down I the way I signal that got my guys are in something sickness is I take the very bottom right hand of the card and I point it towards me and I take the upper left hand corner of the card and I point it towards my opponents to show that that guy is not completely tapped, not completely untapped. He is in summoning sickness. My brothers all the, turn them, turn the guys upside down to make it more confusing. So you, whatever way fits your, um, fits however you do it is I guess the way you can do it. Now I will explain what instants and sorceries are. I need a sneeze. So if you hear a sneeze, that's me probably sneezing. All right. So there are three types of, oh, I'm sorry. There's like four or five types of um, cards that you can cast. The first two that I will talk about are instants and sorceries. Instants are cards that, as as in the name, you can cast at any time, instantly. If you get into your hands and you have the mana to cast it, then you can play it immediately. I want to say that because that is extremely important. Sorceries you can only cast during your main phase. Only your main phase. Now you can cast them both during your first main phase and your second main phase, but only during your main phase. That is very important as well because some cards say you can only activate this ability at sorcery speed that's what it means so yeah next are creatures which are is what I just talked about and these are the guys that can attack and block for you so yeah then we have enchantments and artifacts these are different cards Enchantments, there are multiple types of enchantments. There are enchantments that just stay on the battlefield on your side of the board and just don't do anything. Like they sit there. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. They sit there, but they do do stuff. Like there are cards that say, um, there's a card that allows you to draw an extra card each turn if you are running low on cards. And you have to draw that second card. Don't ask me why. Those are just the rules of Magic the Gathering. So yeah. The next 
type of enchantment type thing is called an artifact. An artifact is a card that basically does the same type thing as an enchantment. Although artifacts, as well as an enchantments, can be attached to creatures. It will, t although typically enchantments just immediately attach to them and they will stay on for the rest of the game no matter what. While artifacts, well, until the guy dies. That's the only difference. And artifacts, an artifact is, it will typically say equip cost at the bottom of the card. And it will say either two and a red mana or two and a blue mana or something like that. I'm not saying it has to be two, but it can be any card like that. Um, however, it will typically say, like, if it's an artifact and it has no, um, like, it's just a colorless, it's a colorless card, then it will typically say, like, it costs, like, two generic mana and that is it. So yeah, that is extremely important for playing Magic the Gathering because artifacts typically are in most decks that I have and or played. So that is extremely interesting and important as well. I feel like we're... Oh, right, 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 right. We need to talk about something which is called the stack. It is something that is in Magic the Gathering. It's when you cast incense and or sorceries. So the way that the stack works works it's basically like a counter spell. So if you cast let's say let's say your opponent casts a shock on your 2-2 guy, okay? Which means no, I'm sorry. Let's say he casts a shock, which is shock say deal 2 damage to target um creature or any target. Let's say it says you target it at your guy. Your guy. I know, right? Your guy, your your best friend just attacked you with a shock that will deal two damage. Let's say you play Titanic Growth, which is a green spell that the, that gives the guy plus four, plus two. I mean, plus four, plus four. So now instead of being a one, two, it is now a five, six, which is extremely good. And now this now this the stack is something. So like. Let's say you take you take your shock, okay? I hope you guys can hear this. You take your shock and you place it on the table. I'm pretty sure you guys heard that. And then everyone's like, whoa, oh my gosh. And then you take your titanic growth and you place it on the table. But that titanic growth goes on top of the shock, which means the the shot, the stack, basically, it signifies which guys, which cards will be resolved first. So in this case, the Titanic growth will be resolved first because it is on top of the shock. The Titanic growth will buff up your one two before your before the shock deals the two damage, hence not not killing your now five six. I do want to mention something at the, although that I forgot to mention in my rules, the end step. There is two more rules to it. The first one is that if you have more than seven cards in your hand, you will discard or put cards in your graveyard until you have seven, and 
I just want to say something. Cards in your graveyard can never be used again unless they say, like, pay three and a black or a swamp instead of the black. And then you can cast this card from your graveyard. Or unless you have cards that say, grab this card from a graveyard or incense or sorceries or... <coughs> Sorry. Other cards that allow you to search through your graveyard. Otherwise, your graveyard is basically a place where you put your cards, whether they're dead, which is why it's called a graveyard, or they're, um, I don't know. There are multiple reasons why, shh, Tyler, be quiet. Um, there are multiple reasons why um, things would go in your graveyard. They could be incidents, they could be sorceries, they could be dead creatures, they could be enchantments that have been removed, they have been, it could be artifacts, they could be anything. So yeah. Um, let's see, I said, those were the two things. Discard down the hand size and creatures that go, that um, are, let's say, at two health when their original health is at five, they will heal back up to that five if, 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 need, if need be. And there are cards that go against everything that I am saying right now can be thwarted with more magic cards. Like I have met cards in Magic the Gathering that say you may not untap this card if you don't want to. Or you get another turn after this. Or untap all creatures. Or something like that. Now those would mostly be incense or sorceries or something like that. So yeah. Um, I think that is it for the basic rules of magic. If you're just here for basic rules of magic, I thank you for staying. You may not leave if you wish. Thank you for everyone else who is staying, and we will journey on to commander rules. Commander rules use all the basic rules of magic except a few, which are cards, which... Commander, I'm going to repeat that. Commander uses all the basic rules of magic, except that a commander, your commander, you choose one legendary creature. Now, it has to say on the card, legendary creature. Like, if you take a look at another magic card, magic card it will say, in about the middle of the card, it will say, like, I'm looking at Chaos Chandler. In the middle, it says Creature Dash Human Shaman. Now I'm looking at another card. It is Corlesa Scale Singer. Legendary Creature Dragon Bard. Now the Legendary Creature means it can be your commander if you want it to. It will go in the command zone, which is any place that you will remember where it is. Make sure your opponent or opponents. Yes, I said opponents. Commander is a multiplayer form of Magic the Gathering. Typical Magic is just 1v1. However, Commander can be 1v4 or 2v2 or 6v6 or 1v6 or any combination that you want to. However, I do recommend if you get above pods of 6, then I recommend you split into 2, a pod of 3, and a pod of 3. So yeah, um, but the, I'm going to go back to uh, Coriosa, Scale, Singer. So it's a green and a blue. That's all her mana, or a forest and a island. 
If she is in your command zone, you can cast her at any time as long as you have a green and a blue mana. You tap them and she is out. Bam. However, if she is killed or exiled or removed or anything like that, you can choose to put her back in the command zone. And then you have to take something, whether it's a dice or a pencil or um, a Lego, and you have to put that on your commander. Which, if you have a dice, I would put it at one or two. I would put it at one if I were you. And that signifies something we call commander tax. To cast your commander again, because you can cast it basically from any time, you will have to pay an additional two mana each time you cast it again. So if you if you want to cast it again, it's now a green, a blue, and two generic mana. And then let's say it gets removed again. There would be four and a green and a blue. And four, a green, four generic mana and then a green and a blue. And it goes up by two each time. And it, it doesn't matter if it says exile this card, remove this card, um, ban this card. I don't know what it would say. But like the commander always would go to back to your command zone if you want it to. And if it says return this card to your hands it can go back to the command zone so yeah those are the simple rules of the commander now that I'm thinking about I'm pretty sure that's all of them let me think for a bit typically for a commander deck you will want to build around your commander's ability so going back to Carissa scale singer i'm just gonna call her Carissa from now on it, this card is like its text says you may look at the top card of your library at any time you may cast dragon spells from the top of your library at any time and so basically if i was to build this commander which i might honestly i would build it around dragons <coughs> Sorry, that was like a mill between a cough and a sneeze. Oops. Alright, but I would b build it around dragons. There are cards that you can build around attacking or drawing cards or anything like that. If you do not know what I'm talking about, then go to Magic Zone Podcast. I mean, I'm sorry. Go down the show notes to the Magic Zone YouTube thing, click on the link, it will bring you to my channel, and I should have the first TTW up by now, which stands for Tabletop Wars, it's where me my bro and my brother, and possibly my other brother, will all join in a commander battle, because commander is multiplayer, and we all fight each other, to the death, quite literally, it's quite fun, you should go down, check, so yeah, um, if I missed anything in this episode, for our, all of you returning commander players, or any returning commander players, please send me a message on Gmail. My Gmail is in the um, it's in the basic info box for my all my channels. So if you go to any one of my channels and you look for a bit, you can probably find my email. Just shoot me a message or go into a video and say, just type in um, podcast, all caps, and then say, you forgot this. 
um, and please type which number it is because by the time I upload this video, I will probably have multiple, multiple, multiple episodes in. So if you say, hey, podcast number one has an error and tell me about it, I will probably fix the error. Thank whoever said it. Say if you don't want your name to be um, stated or if you do. So yeah, um, thanks for watching my first podcast. Tell me how I did. Tell me if I um, this is too long or too short. I can shorten it or lengthen it probably. I could probably talk for the next probably six minutes if I want to, but I don't. But yeah, um, if you don't want to um, continue watching my podcast, I'm fine with that. Please watch my YouTube videos, though. They're pretty good, in my opinion. I don't have a lot of views on there. So, yeah, um, that's all. Thank you all for watching, and I will see you either in a YouTube video or a podcast. Bye.